Welcome to Zichud Daf Siman Member Abraham Goldar and Tirim Mezakis Yavamas Daf Kuf, the eleventh parak Nosin Oha Nusa. So the three dogs are going to focus on number one. It was taught in a brisa. Evid veisha in chokin lehem truma bebeisa granos. We do not distribute truma to a slave or a woman at the granary. But in a place where they do distribute to them, we give the woman first and have her leave immediately. After noting the inherent contradiction within the Mishnah, whether Truma is distributed to a woman or not, the Gemara explains that the Brisa is saying, In a place where we distribute Maisar Ani, which is given both to men and women, we give the woman first because of the disgrace that the woman would face for having to wait for her turn among a crowd of men. Rabbi said that initially when he would judge cases, he would judge the men first, for I thought that a man is chayv in all mitzvahs and therefore should take precedence. Once I heard this ruling, I began to judge the woman's cases first, because of her disgrace for having to wait among men for her case to be heard. Point number two, the Mishnah Dav Tzadi Tes Amabe stated that in a case where Kohn's wife's son got mixed with her shifcha's son, we put on each of the questions of Kohanim, the Chumras of Kohanim, and the Chumras of Yisraelim. The Gemara here asks what this is referring to, and Papa said, it was taught regarding their voluntary Mincha offerings. It's subject to Kamitza, like in Yisrael's Mincha, but it's not eaten like a Kohan's Mincha. How is this done? The Kometz is offered in the Mizbech alone, and then the Shiraim are offered in the Mizbech alone. When the Gemara asks how this is done, given the rule that anything offered on the Mizbech, it's subject to the prohibition not to burn any of the remaining parts of the Mizbech, it answers that the Kohen's intent is to burn the remnants on the Mizbech as firewood. This is in accordance with Rebbe who says that the Pasuk regarding the remnants states, for a satisfying aroma, which implies that they may not be offered as a satisfying aroma, but they may be offered for the sake of firewood. The Rabban who disagreed with Rebbeleazer hold that the remainder would be scattered on the base of Deshen, the Ashi. And pointing with you, the Mishnah brings different cases related to when a woman did not wait three months after separating from her husband, married someone else, gave birth to a male, and it's not known if the child is the nine-month-old child of the first husband or the seventh-month-old son of the second husband. If one husband was a Kohen and the other a Yisrael, no say Isha Ruyel Kohen, the child must marry someone fit for a Kohen, and he may not become Tame from Tumas Mace, but if he did, he's not lashed. He may not eat Truma, but if he did, Eno Mishalm Karen Vachomish, he does not pay the principal and the additional fifth. He may not receive Truma at the granary, but he may sell to a Kohen the Truma he separates and keep the proceeds. The mission continues with what he does regarding Kajim. So once again, the three points are number one, it was taught in a Braisa, Evid Isha, Eno Cholkin Lahem Truma Babesa Granos. We do not distribute truma to a slave or a woman at the granary, but in a place where they do distribute to them, we give the woman first and have her leave immediately. After noting the inherent contradiction within the Mishnah, whether truma is distributed to a woman or not, the Gemara explains that the Brisa is saying, In a place where we distribute Maisar Ani, which is given both to men and women, we give the woman first because of the disgrace that the woman would face for having to wait for her turn among a crowd of men. Rabbi said that initially when he would judge cases, he would judge the men first, for I thought that a man is chayv in all mitzvahs and therefore should take precedence. Once I heard this ruling, I began to judge the woman's cases first, because of her disgrace for having to wait among men for her case to be heard. Point number two, the Mishan Dav Tzadi Tes Amabe stated that in a case where Kohn's wife's son got mixed with her Shifcha's son, 
we put on each of the questions of Kohanim, the Chumras of Kohanim, and the Chumras of Yisraelim. The Gemara here asks what this is referring to, and what Papa said, it was taught regarding their voluntary Mincha offerings. Nikmetz is Kaminchis Yisrael, Be'inanachel is Kaminchis Kohanim. It's subject to Kamitza, like Yisrael's Mincha, but it's not eaten like a Kohen's Mincha. How is this done? The Komets is offered in the Mizbech alone, and then the Shiraim are offered in the Mizbech alone. When the Gemara asks how this is done, given the rule that anything offered on the Mizbech, it's subject to the prohibition not to burn any of the remaining parts of the Mizbech, it answers that the Kohen's intent is to burn the remnants on the Mizbech as firewood. This is in accordance with Rebbe Lezer, who says that the Pasuk regarding the remnants states, for a satisfying aroma, which implies that they may not be offered as a satisfying aroma, but they may be offered for the sake of firewood. The Rabban who disagree with Rebbe hold that the remainder would be scattered on the base at Deshen, the Ashi. And pointing with you, the Mishnah brings different cases related to when a woman did not wait three months after separating from her husband, married someone else, gave birth to a male, and it's not known if the child is the nine-month-old child of the first husband or the seventh-month-old son of the second husband. If one husband was a Kohen and the other a Yisrael, no say Isha really a Kohen, the child must marry someone fit for a Kohen, and he may not become Tameh from Tumas Maze, but if he did, he's not lashed. He may not eat Truma, but if he did, Eno Mishalm Karen Vachomish, he does not pay the principal and the additional fifth. He may not receive Truma at the granary, but he may sell to a Kohen the Truma he separates and keep the proceeds. The mission continues with what he does regarding Kajim. Alright, so now we go to our Simmer Daf Kuf, and our standard Simon is a monkey. A monkey. So here goes. The monkey who was trained at the granary to assist women first, to save them from disgrace, was so fascinated by a Suffolk cone who brought a mincha that was both subject to kamitza and not eaten, that he hired himself out to the Suffolk cone to help him sell truma and keep the proceeds. Once again, it's slow motion. The monkey, monkey, that must be run off. Koof. The monkey was trained at the granary to assist women first, to save them from disgrace, which reminds us, the more explains that a Abraisa was saying, In a place where we distribute ma'isu'ani, which is given both to men and women, we give the woman first because of the disgrace that the woman would face for having to wait for her turn among a crowd of men. So the monkey was trained at the granary to assist women first, to save them from disgrace, was so fascinated by a safakonu brought a mincha that was both subject to kamitza and not eaten, which reminds us that the Mishnah Daf Tzadi Tess on the base stated that in a case where Kohn's wife's son got mixed with her Shifcha's son, we put on each of the questionable Kohanim the Chumras of Kohanim and the Chumras of Yisraelim. The Gemara here asks what this is referring to, and Papa said it min chasam. It was taught regarding the voluntary mincha offerings. Nikmet says, Kaminchas Yisrael, Venin Nechelas, Kaminchas Kohanim. It's subject to Kamitz like a Yisrael's mincha, but it's not eaten like a Kohan's mincha. How is this done? A Kometz karva atzma of a Shiraim craving ba'atzman. The Kometz is offered on the Mizbech alone, and then the Shiraim are offered on the Mizbech alone. So the monkey was trained at the granary to assist women first, to save them from disgrace was so fascinated by Sefa Kohen who brought a mincha that was both subject to kamitza and not eaten, that he hired himself out to the Sefa Kohen to help him sell truma and keep the proceeds. Which reminds us, the next mission brings different cases related to when a woman did not wait three months. After separating from her husband, she married someone else, gave birth to a male, and it's not known if the child is the nine-month-old child of the first husband or the seventh-month-old son of the second husband. If one husband was a Kohen and the other a Yisrael, he may not eat truma, but if he did, he doesn't pay the principal and the additional fifth. He may not receive truma at the granary, but he may sell to a Kohen the truma he separates and keep the proceeds. So once again,
The monkey, who was trained at the granary to assist women first, to save them from disgrace, was so fascinated by Suffolk Cohn who brought a mincha that was both subject to kamitza and not eaten, that he hired himself out to the Suffolk Cohn to help him sell truma and keep the proceeds. All right, now it's time for four blah Daf Sadivav. So the simmer Daf Sadivav is a town crier. So here goes. The town crier, town crier, that must mean we're on Daf Sadivav, Tzav. The town crier who got knocked over by a miner running to do Yibum while being chased by his adult brothers, which reminds us, the Gemara mentions a mission to read that a miner disqualifies the brothers at the beginning with regard to an act of mimer, but with regard to having relations, he disqualifies the adult brothers even when performed at the end. Rush explains that the mission is teaching that if he had relations with the Avama after a brother performed mimer, the brothers are disqualified since the miner's relations are considered the equivalent of an adult mimer. It disqualifies just like an adult mimer performed after a previous adult mimer disqualifies. So, the town crier got knocked over by a miner running to do yibum while being chased by his adult brothers, cried out that the other minor brother already beat him to it, which reminds us, if a boy of nine years and one day has relations with his yavama, and afterwards his brother of nine years and one day also has relations with her, it's Malchokas on the Kamarabishim whether the second brother disqualifies the first brother from taking the yavama in yibum. So, the town crier who got knocked over by a miner, running to do Yibum while being chased by his adult brothers, cried out that the other minor brother already beat him to it, quoting the halach in the name of the rabbi, buried in the grave nearby, which reminds us. The Gemara relates that once Rabbi Yochanan was extremely upset with Rabbi Lazar, who stated a teaching of Rabbi Yochanan's without mentioning his name. Rabbi Yochanan said in the name of Rabbi Shimba any deceased Tamil whose name is quoted in this world, his lips move in the grave. Rabbi Yochan was upset that Rabbi would deny him this benefit. Dav Tzadizayin. So the similar Dav Tzadizayin is a chess master. So here goes. The skinny 36-year-old, sorry, chess master, chess master, that must be more Dav Tzadizayin. The skinny 36-year-old, sorry, chess master, who never listened to his rabbi's advice to gain weight, which reminds us, a person who never spread a pubic hair, nor had the characteristics of a sorry, is considered a saris when Rob Shnosov have passed, the majority of his years have passed, which is when he reaches the age of 36. And when people used to reach the age of 20, without sprouting pubic hair, they would come to Rob and he would advise them. If they were thin, he would tell them, go gain weight. And if they are overweight, he would tell them, go lose weight, as being too lean or overweight can prevent the sprouting of pubic hair. So, the skinny 36-year-old saris chess master, who never listened to his rabbi's advice to gain weight, played against a fierce opponent who married the sister of the woman he violated, which reminds us, the opening mission of the 11th parak states, One may marry the relatives of a woman who was violated or seduced by him, but one who violates or seduces the relatives of his married wife is chayev. The Gemara asks for the source for this ruling and brings a brace that states, In regard to all forbidden relations, which Rashi defines as arayas, homosexuality, bestiality, the Torah speaks of lying with them, whereas here, regarding the wife's relatives, the Torah speaks of taking them to teach us the Torah forbade relations only in the manner of taking, which means that when the Torah says not to take a woman and her daughter or not to take a woman and her sister, it's referring to a woman that was taken in marriage. It would not be forbidden to take the daughter or a sister of a woman that was violated or seduced. So the skinny 36-year-old sorry, chess master, who never listened to his rabbi's advice to gain weight, played against a fierce opponent who married the sister of the woman he violated, while two proselyte brothers from the same father and mother refereed who are known as the sons of Mr. So-and-so. Which reminds us, the Gemara relates that the sons of Yudah and the slave women were freed, and Rabbi Yaakov permitted them to marry each other's wives, referring to their widow. 
Rabbah said to him that Rav Sheshis prohibited such a marriage. They disagreed when they were paternal and maternal brothers. Rav Acher Yaakov permits them because people look at them primarily as paternal brothers and call them the sons of Mr. So-and-so. Whereas Rav Shesha says, people also call them the sons of Mrs. So-and-so. Dav Tzadikhez, so the similar Dav Tzadikhez is really to Tzchok, and we use a clown. So here goes. The clown, clown, that must be more Dav Tzadikhez, Tzchok. The clown, hired to perform at the birthday party for twin boys who were conceived after their mother converted, had them play Pin the Tail on the Donkey. Which reminds us, we went to Bryce that if there were twin brothers, where there was one drop of semen that divided into two, and therefore no question that they shared the same father, yet in the Sefer where they were conceived not in Kedusha but were born in Kedusha, they are not permitted to do Yibom Rechalitz for one another because they are not considered related through the father. The Torah voids their paternity, as it's written concerning the Mitzrim, Basel Chamorim Basar, their flesh is the flesh of donkeys, and their seed is the seed of horses. So the clan hired to perform at the birthday party for twin boys, who were conceived after their mother converted, had them play pin the tail on the donkey, and then only spoke twice. Which reminds us, Rabbi Kivan said that Kashbarko only spoke to Yonah twice, not three times, as a punishment for not wanting to fulfill Shem's will. When the word brings the Pasuk, which refers to the time of Yerubim and Yoash, when the Kosh Baruch Hu spoke to Yonah, which would be the third time, Ravina answered, Al Iske Ninva Kama. Rabbi Kiva was saying that Hashem did not speak to Yonah a third time regarding Ninva. He did speak to him again regarding other matters. Rav Nachman Bar Yitzhak said that he did not speak to Yonah again. And the Pasuk is saying, like the word of Hashem that had spoken to Yonah about Ninva, just as Hashem's decree for Ninva was overturned from bad to good, so too in the days of Yerubim, Hashem's decree was changed from bad to good. So, the clown hired to perform at the birthday party for twin boys, who were conceived after the mother converted, had them play pin the tail on the donkey, and then only spoke twice, before he mixed up all the kids and sent each one home with a different mother. Which reminds us, the next Mishnah teaches, Chamish Nashim, if there were five women whose male children became mixed up, and over time they grew into adults, were married, and died childless, how did the brothers whose parentage was known deal with the widows? Four of them do chalitz with one of the widows, and the remaining one does yibum. Then he and three other brothers do chalitz with another widow, and so on. This results in four chalitzas and one yibum for each widow. Dav tzadites, so the similar dav tzadites is a cheetah. So here goes. The husband and wife start to use five different colored cheetah skins. Cheetah skins? That must be one dav tzadites. Cheetah. The husband and wife start to use five different colored cheetah skins to distinguish their five different types of children, which reminds us that it was taught in Umos. A man and a woman can sometimes beget children belonging to five different genealogical categories, an idolater, a ger, an evet, a mumzer, and a yisrael. The Gemara proceeds how this is so, beginning when a Jew purchased a non-Jewish evet and a shivcha from the market, meaning from a non-Jew, and they had two sons who were born to them previously. So the husband and wife start to use five different colored cheetah skins to distinguish their five different types of children. After their neighbor's child got mixed up with their daughter-in-law's son, which reminds us, the next mission states that if a woman's child became mixed with their daughter-in-law's child, and the children grow up, get married, and then die childless, any one of the surviving definite sons of the daughter-in-law perform a with the two widows, but do not take them in Yibum. Because there's a suffix of each widow, might be the brother's wife, who is permitted to them, or their father's brother's wife, who is forbidden to them. But the surviving definite sons of the elder woman may either do chalitza or yibum, because there's a suffix whether each widow is their brother's wife, or perhaps their brother's son's wife, both of whom are permitted. So, the husband and wife start to use five different colored cheetah skins to distinguish their five different types of children. After their neighbor's child got mixed up with their daughter-in-law's son, and the Cohen's wife's child got mixed up with their shivcha's son, forcing them to go together to get truma. 
as one. Which reminds us, the next Mishnah states, The child of a Kohen's wife got mixed with the child of her Shivcha, and it's not known whose child belongs to whom. They may both eat Truma, but they receive one portion of a Truma at the granary, which the Gemara explains means that they receive a portion of Truma at the granary when they come as one. The Mishnah is accordance with the who taught, in Choking Truma Le'Evid, Elin Ken Rabo Imo. One does not distribute Truma to an Evid unless his master is with him. Therefore, neither the child may come alone as they might be an Evid. The Gemara explains that where Rabbi Yehuda lived, how you they would elevate someone from the status of those to whom Truma may be given to the status of one who has the correct Yuchus, meaning pure Kohanim. Therefore, he didn't allow Truma to be given to an Evid. Alright, so that concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Avram Goldham Zichu, wishing you a great day and great learning.